Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. The World Series matchup is set. NFL football went down and so did some college football. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we're in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Base is loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. So 283 coming hot at you guys. And so 282. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Tossman, Octosopoulos, and Nikki Snacks Kreider. And yeah, wow. World Series matchup is set. NFL went down today. Some solid games across the board. Uh, the Giants and the Redskins was interesting. Um, and then, of course, college football and a lot of good betting. How are you guys doing betting wise, by the way? I had a really bad week. Nick. Nick. Hate to see it. Yeah. Everyone has good weeks. Everyone has bad weeks. We never wish any bad weeks upon any of the listeners. Especially Nick, and he was, who's a host. Right. Listeners yeah. and hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no bad bets, no bad beats. We would prefer, but if you are going to bet, you should go to betonline.ag. Josh, you mentioned it. The NFL season is in full swing. Mm-hmm. You might not be at the game this year, although there are plenty of people who are, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Game spreads, totals, team, player, coaching, props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and there's the there's always the online casino as well. Uh, it never closes. It's open twenty four seven. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Nikki Snacks Kreider, your in person or over the air expert. Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick Nick went five and zero last week, and then he guess he had a rough week in this week. It, it happens. Nick, where'd you miss? It happens. It happens. I missed everywhere. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> wide right, wide left, and off the post. Um, speaking of missing, uh, Astros and the Braves missed the World Series. Rays were up three nothing in the series. Astros came storming back, tied three three, but they end up getting it done. The Braves were up three to one. In the series, they ended up losing to the Dodgers. Wild. Hey, you know what? I think. What do you first of all? And Nick, I, Nick and Toss, I'll ask you guys this: Is it a good matchup for baseball Rays versus Dodgers? Obviously, I think the better matchup for ratings and everything would have been Astros Dodgers. But all in all, in general, is the Rays making the World Series good or bad for baseball? Because I can't decide if it's a a good market team, a small market team making it as good. Or if it's bad for business, I don't think any matchup is bad for baseball. I do agree that the Astros and the Dodgers would have been more exciting just because of the storybook ending of the whole cheating scandal and how Dodger fans feel like they were robbed of a World Series. Um, and if you know they were to win, it would kind of be a slap in the face. 
And if they were to lose to the Astros, it kind of would have been a slap in the Dodgers' face to be like, hey, fuck you guys. We cheated last time, but we don't need to cheat this time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's not bad for baseball because the number one seed from both division or from both um, you know leagues made it. Yeah, Dodgers and Rays are both one seeds. They both have the best pitching staffs. Mm-hmm. They both got you know pretty good lineups. I mean, the Dodgers definitely have a much better lineup than the Rays do, but the better teams prevailed in the NL and the ALCS. I think it's a fair statement. The Rays were just not the sexy team this year, but truth be told, between Snell, Glass now, and Charlie Morton, who's one of the best pitchers nowadays in the last, like I guess, since turn of the century in Game 7s, it was so ironic because we were heralding the Astros for paying him, I feel, when they won the World Series many moons ago in the early days of the charity stripe. Now they've let him walk, and the Rays have paid him and it came back to bite the Astros in the ass, who were a bit shorthanded when it came to starting pitchers, in my personal opinion. Obviously, the Rays had a Rosarena, who was absolutely electric. He's had like seven home runs so far in the playoffs, which is absolutely wild. But on the other end, I feel like this is, if the Dodgers are not going to close now, I don't know when. And they do have young players. They have Bueller. Urias was great. Uh, Dustin May, I love him. Gingergaard, he's great. Obviously, Bellinger, Mookie. Um, and then they have Will Smith, who looks to be the catcher of the future. But I just like, for me, if not with Dave, if not with Kershaw, if you're not going to do it now against this Rays team who's good, but I think very beatable, I don't know when you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, they said this is the team to do it. They think they finally have the the right formula and the game plan to do it with all the right guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got their they've got three MVPs on their roster. Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw, and Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. and that Braves team was nice. I was impressed. I mean, both by series went to seven. Yeah, both really good series. Um, I think that the only the only thing that I'll say about the matchup, and I don't think it's the best matchup for yeah. baseball. And, and my one pushback to, I mean, both of these teams obviously very deservingly are mm-hmm. in the World Series. Um, they've been the two best teams, like you mentioned, Nick, in the regular season, and of course in the postseason. But the one thing that's a bit of a bummer is that the only two major sports we really have right now are the National Football League mm-hmm. and the MLB. And they are, they're going to churn these World Series games out. Yeah. They are playing the first one Tuesday, then the next one Wednesday. Then I think they get a, a couple of days. Then it's Friday, yeah. Point being, this, is, this series is going to be over in a week. Yeah. And they had an opportunity... Um, unfortunately, like they, they weren't the ones that got to handpick these two teams. But if it had been the Astros and the Dodgers, you know that storybook, that storybook World Series, you know the Astros obviously trying to ty- trying to shed the the cheater label that they have on them. I think it would have brought a lot of eyes from non baseball fans to yeah. the World Series. Um, so you think they're you think there's in jeopardy because of the speed the way which the series is moving because the ALCS and the NLCS kind of unfolded rather quickly. The whole playoffs have. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just kind of like an interesting thing that these teams have had to adjust to. Yeah, I mean, there's and so much more benefit, games. benefited the Rays, obviously, because they have a lot of depth on their pitching staff. Absolutely. Um, I, I just, you know, there is an opportunity here with no basketball going on right now, no hockey going on right now, where I think more eyes than normal are going to be on these MLB playoffs. And unfortunately, not a lot of, not a lot of people are interested in watching the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, that's not. I mean, not, I I am, but there's yeah. there's a lot of non-baseball fans who aren't. They should be interested. Yeah, I think it's like that every year though when it comes to Major League Baseball. Like, sure. Last year, I mean, I don't think people really cared too much to watch the Nationals win the World Series. Very right? true. Really yeah, unless it's the Dodgers and the Yankees. That's Cubs. That's what, I mean, that's what MLB fans and that's what the MLB always wants is they want New York versus Los Angeles. Right. And we're not going to get it. I mean, that those. The likelihood of it happening is just not it, – it's very unlikely. Yeah. Just because of so many good teams. And, you know, baseball is one of those things where, you know, the, the best team sometimes doesn't always make it. This is the year that it actually did happen. Right. Yeah. And I think they can at least say they got one of the big market teams in there. Right. If it had right. just – if it had been the Rays and the, and the Braves, then the baseball I, – I know the Braves are on the rise, but they're not the Dodgers. They're no. not L.A. No. Um I don't know. I think it'll be interesting because I think the people that are watching, if they're if they're just a baseball fan, I think most people are going to be on the Rays side here. I feel like the Dodgers get a lot of heat. It feels a little bit like a super team, um, but I I feel the same way that you do, Josh. I think they're going to take this one. I think this is their shot, and they have to they have to capitalize. We didn't mention him, but Corey Seager put up one of the greatest NLCS. He's unbelievable. I've ever seen. He's unbelievable. People he, people he's the most slept on. 
It's so ironic. He, him, Xander Bogarts, like everyone, look, don't get me wrong, I love Lindor. I think he's a great player. And I've gotten to argue, I got into an argument with a buddy of ours, Lindor versus Bogarts. And I took Lindor's side because of the namesake. And then we delved deeper into it. And realistically, there's one A, one B. You flip a coin, you got one. And I think Seager is in that same boat with these top shortstops. We're not that far removed when he finished second in MVP or third in MVP voting. He's a rookie of the year. He is probably through and through, career-wise, maybe the second best hitter, him or Bellinger, um, behind Betts on the team. Obviously, yeah, Turner I mean, and Muncy are great. It's it, a thing where you get lost in the shuffle of a deep lineup, right? Yeah. With Bogarts, he was always playing behind Mookie. You know, they have Devers. They've got J.D. Martinez. And then on the Dodgers, I mean, you got Bellinger, you got Turner, now you got Mookie again as well. And not to mention, Corey Seager did go down with that injury, uh, you know, a year yeah, ago. Yeah, absolutely. That kept him out for a whole season. Yep. No, that's true. And he didn't even have that great of a game. He had a brutal game today, actually. It was Mookie, it was Bellinger that came through. Yeah, he went over five, I think. Yep, he did. Kike. Kike is the heart and soul of this team. My buddy, who's a Braves fan, uh, hit me with the F Kike before this. <laughs> he's like, he's useless. And lo and behold, and I hate to, I don't, I'm not a rubber inner. But I did text him like, "What did you say? Who was that guy you were shit talking? What was his name?" And after he hit that home run, and but the thing with the Dodgers is the Padres are kind of breathing down their necks. I think the Padres, based on what I've seen with the Braves, are maybe a step behind Atlanta, but not a big step, like a shuffle, because the Braves have Acuna, Young. I think they're going to have to resign Ozuna. Hopefully, this Darno thing's not a fluke. Swanson's now panning out. Albies is great, and and, and Freeman is is a workhorse. So, and plus yeah. they have all these young pitchers. So the Dodgers, the, the NL ain't the a walk that in I park. look at. The thing that I look at with the Braves though is that you know Freeman's got one more year left on the contract, right? Yeah. So they're gonna have to pay Ozuna and they're gonna have to pay Freeman in back to back years if they really want to keep this team intact. Obviously, um, looking at the Padres, their entire roster is under control for like at least the next three to five years. Yes. And that's including all the pitchers and the hitters. Yes, the Padres are in an excellent position. The Braves as well, I think, are, but the Freeman-Ozuna payment have to come because I don't think you're going to be able to replace Oz- – Ozuna was just so good this year. But fortunately, they signed Acuna to like an eight-year, $100 million deal, which is now looking like a massive steal. Oh, the steal. Which is like one of the best bargains in baseball. Um, but I think I think it should be a good World Series. I'm not going to – I think the Dodgers – I'm going to go with the Dodgers, but I think the Rays should not be slept on. Um between Snell, Glass now, their bullpen, and Morton, I just think they could kind of come in there. And we saw the Dodgers lineup kind of fall asleep at times, and especially yeah. the first two games. Fall asleep at the I'm wheel. I'm going to go with the Rays. You think they're going to win, Nick? I'm going to ride the Rays. Yeah, I okay. think there's a lot of magic there. Um, I think that, you know, it's a team that has got a big chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, obviously the pitching's great, but that's a lineup that's hungry. And, you know, Randy Rosarina definitely stepped up this playoff, and he's super exciting to watch. They're calling him the Cuban Mookie Betts, and you know I see it. Um, I mean, he's an exciting player, but there's a lot of guys on that on that team that that just play sound defense, that work the counts. I think they're going to give the Dodgers a really good run for their money. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if this game goes to seven game or this series goes to seven games. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it. I mean, I think the pitching is too dominant, and I think that they can shut down this Dodger lineup. You know, a couple games. Yeah, I, it's all I, it takes. I, it's all it takes. It takes a couple bad games from a lineup. Absolutely. That's a hundred percent true, and, and Cash is a good manager. I mean, waited that great. The Astros had all the momentum in the world, and for this team to kind of stick with it and, and pull this out is pretty impressive. Cool. All right, we'll, we'll go to the NFL football. We'll talk to some football. Any takeaways? We we'll go a little Fab Five. We'll try to get five takeaways here from us. Um, I could start it off. My kick us off. Kick a kick us off. My biggest takeaway, and I hate to be a homer in this situation, but I'm a little nervous about the Pats. And I know we we're coming off a wonky COVID week, so I'll kind of chalk it up to that. But even under Fitzmagic, the Dolphins look pretty good. I know it's the Jets, but they blanked them. The offense. It's the first shutout of the year. Yeah. First the, shutout of the year. Flores runs a good tight defense. There's all of a sudden a lot of weapons becoming available in the Dolphins. The offensive line looks solid. I mean, Fitzmagic, to really do damage, he can't have these turnovers, so I'm not super scared. But the Patriots' offense look lackluster and unimaginative until the end when they all of a sudden they're busting out these trick plays and the game's on the line. Um, so I'm a little nervous about things going down in Foxborough. Uh, fortunately, the Bills got absolutely walled by the Titans. 
um, brought them back down to earth last week, and I'm curious to see how they hold their own against Kansas City, uh, who's coming off a loss and should be very hungry. Um, but for the first time in as long as I can remember, I really don't think the Patriots are going to pull out the AFC East. I really am like fully committed to it. it's not going to happen. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would done, yeah, for sure. I would say you're a bit crazy if you think you guys are wholeheartedly going to win that division. No, but I thought there when we lost to Seattle, I go, okay, this is a good football team that has a shot. And then this lot, the loss to Kansas City is a wash because we didn't have Cam, and now Cam's coming back, and it's just it's like a weird adjustment period. But it's ditto with Drew Locke and this Broncos team; they were in the same boat. And I, I don't, I, again, I don't think this Broncos team is anything to write home about. I'm really, un, I, don't, I don't think they're great. I really don't. Yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Right. It was six field goals from Brandon McManus. And you can't ask any more out of the defense for the Patriots. I just think the offense, nothing was getting going in the run game. Shaq Mason is out which on the COVID list, which hurts. Um, but nothing happened in the run game, really. And he, he, Cam couldn't push the ball down the field. Like no. he, His arm looked great up until this week. And then I was so unimpressed by his arm. So that's my takeaway, unfortunately. I think the AFC East is officially... Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to lock it in with the Bills in fucking week six, God. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because, what, the, if, if the Bills lose, they'll be 4-2, and two, the Dolphins will be 3-3. Three and three. All it'll take is one game, and, and they could be at the top of that division. Now, they blanked the Jets... We all know that the Jets are terrible. The Dolphins didn't convert a third down, which yeah. was a huge issue for me. I mean, the Jets' defense is better than their offense, um, but Fitzpatrick has to be able to connect. And and the kind of missing piece for them is that, you know, Miles Gaskin is not a three-down back, and if Parker can't stay healthy, they don't have that guy that they can go to over and over and over again. Um, so, I think that's a bigger issue for me. I think I was like I was cool with Gaskin today. He ran really well. This is his did. best running game. He re- yeah, it was his best running game. And did he? He didn't even end up with over a hundred yards on the ground. No, but he I averaged five. He's a also carry. getting the most volume right now of any player, uh, any other running back right now. I think they're giving him so many touches compared to any other running back in the league. Yeah, he's getting he's he, getting the volume. That he's they're definitely putting the responsibility on his shoulders, and he performed well today. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to see him really pushed past. I think he started a lot hotter than he than he finished. Yes, that's true. And he's just a small guy, so it's, yeah. it's tough when he's yeah. in the red zone. But those are the really important runs where they're third and two, and what they have to do is they can't rely on Gaskin to get them three yards, whereas you look in Tennessee, you look in Dallas, when those when those teams are third and short, they give it to their power back, and granted, those both those running backs are top five running backs in the league, if not the best top, the best two. I mean, we saw one of the most dominant performances ever out of Derrick Henry today. But I just that's a concern for me because um, I know that Josh Allen can do that. He, third and two, Josh Allen's going to take it for the Bills and get them a first down, whatever they yeah, need. Yeah, I think the, the bigger issue for the Dolphins for me is Parker. I mean, this guy's got all the talent in the world. We saw it last year. But when is it like you have to stay on the field if you're number one receiver? Right. It makes it like it made a huge difference for the Falcons having Julio out there today. Yeah. It's a huge. You, you, if you're the number one receiver on your team and you're as talented as Devontae Parker is, and it's every game he's got something. And I feel bad for the guy, but still, it's every game, it's a groin, it's a hip. It's just something always with him. Right. And he can't get in, he can't get in a rhythm on the field. Yeah, and you see what happens in Atlanta when Julio's clicking. Then Ridley gets his, and Gage gets his. It just opens things up. Hurst scores a touchdown today. I mean, they were firing on all cylinders. Finally, they got, they got a win. Um, but I think just back to that Patriots-Broncos game for a second, takeaway for me and it's something that I'm reminded of every single year, obviously, but the you you have to have a surefire leg that can kick and get you points consistently. Because there are teams that are the way that the way that the NFL's played now, these teams are risking it going going for it on fourth and you know, anything less than five yards when they're within field goal range, or they're ripping a fifty yarder. So you have to be able to consistently put back 50 yarders to be a kick, a starting kicker in the NFL. And you look at what's happened in Jacksonville and there's been some injury woes there, but they've had, they had five different today. kickers. They had a guy today at Jacksonville. I know they listed, they lost by 18 points, but they had a guy today who's never kicked a field goal in a game before. Never. Not even, not even in not high even school. Not even in college. He hit one though. College high school. He hit the first one. He missed the next one. That was like a 37 yarder. I mean, that's got to go in. I just, there's so many teams where if they don't have a, you know, what's a top 10 kicker that they really, they really miss some, 
just easy opportunities yeah, well, to get better, some points up on the board. You better have a sick offense. You better have an amazing offense if you don't have a good kicker. Your special teams has to be flawless. If you want to be a championship team, you have to have flawless special teams. It's yeah. just the truth. Yeah. I mean, you look at how many single-digit single, single digit wins that there are across the league, right? I mean, those are games that are decided by special teams. Right. And if you uh, miss more than one field goal in a game, it makes yeah, it oh, makes all the difference. It's all the difference in the world, man. It's it's all the difference in the world. I mean, the Patriots have always had good special teams. Oh, Brady. Oh, Belichick. Special teams have always been great. Um, yeah. yeah, you look at the two best kickers. Well, who are heralded as the best two kickers in the NFL, Justin Tucker and Harrison Bucker. On the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, the, the Mahomes, Lamar. Justin Tucker's legitimately lights out. Like, life on the line good. Yeah. He's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'll kick it to one of you I, guys. Nick, you got one? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go back to that Miami Jets game. I mean, my takeaway is I don't think the Jets are going to win a single game this year. I, I really think that that's an 0-16 team. And Adam Gay should have been fired at halftime. He should have been fired week two. <laughs> I mean, it, how much longer are we going to let it go? Well, now they're just going to let it go. Are they right. just going to let it go? You're just going to let them go 0-16, oh, you think? Oh, yeah. They're going to— 100%. I also— Here's—I was talking— You guys know my dad's a huge Jets Ridiculous. fan. Ridiculous. And, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's— And it's sad because this was a team that we were like, okay, they have potential. Okay, they could kind of make some noise. And they just—the GM's blown it. Everything's falling apart. Um, everyone's asleep at the wheel. It looks like a team that's just uninspired and doesn't give a shit, for lack of a better term. And here's a crazy take. You guys remember when Eli Manning was drafted? It's been a, it's been a while. It's been by a the, while. By the San Diego Chargers? Exactly. And he refused to suit up for San Diego. My dad, who's a Jets fan, posed that to me. John Elway was not drafted by the Broncos. He was drafted by the Colts. I'm gonna fuck. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm not playing for the Colts. and play baseball. Trevor Lawrence can go back to school if he wants and sit out a year and still be the first overall pick. Or he can go, I'm not going to play for you. He, has, he, he can make that happen. And if I'm him and the Jets <laughs> have the first overall pick, there is no way on God's green earth that I'm suiting up for the Jets. You can't make me. I will, I will trade me. I, my, I will hire an agent. I will go to whoever Eli had, and if that guy is retired, I'll go to a guy who's cut from the same cloth. I'm not playing for the Jets. I think I, if the Jets had the first overall pick, I will be shell-shocked if, if Trevor Lawrence is a QB on the New York Jets in 2021. Yeah, I mean, that would be terrible for his career. <laughs> Horrible. I, I mean, look at Sam Darnold. They've ruined him. Something tells me that he's not that type of guy. But who knows? I I probably wouldn't have said that Eli was that type of guy either coming oh, out yeah. of college. Because, uh, well, Archie Manning. Uh, I don't know. It's the family, like Archie and, and Peyton and all them. Like, they they definitely have, like, kind of like an aristocratic type feel about it when it comes to football. You <laughs> know, they're a old football mo- Old money, New old Orleans. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. But, like, Archie Manning was on that New Orleans franchise. That was horrible. Exactly. And he's, he knows. And, he, exactly. and he's he probably knows. like, I don't want he's this like, for I'm my son. Let my son go. Yeah. yeah. And, but he unre- but what he didn't realize is the Chargers were good. I don't I don't think that Lawrence would do that, which is unfortunate because I agree, I completely agree with you. I mean I would yeah, I would hate to see that type of talent go to a, a school like that. But I think you know if there were if there was a guy like Baker or a guy well Baker ended up in Cleveland, but I guess he he thought the Pastors were a little bit well that but in they the were though they I were th- they, they have like listen at least the Browns had a guy. Like they had Miles Garrett at least. You go at least you can go to that team and go, okay, they have something. But who do the Jets have? They literally well, they ran don't have f- Jamal Adams. They don't have Le'Veon Bell. They don't have. They have Brashad Perryman. You have Frank Gore, who who Brian Flores tackled in college. Like, come on, he's a Dolphins head coach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Frank looked pretty spry out there today. I was surprised every time Ugh. someone was between the tackles. I was like, oh, Pirine looks good, and I was like, that that was Frank Gore. Great, good for like this is what the Jets have become like like a waltz for Frank Gore out the door. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence won't suit up for them. I think Nick, unfortunately, I, I think the gays thing I, is not going to come to fruition. I don't think they're the going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to fire at this point. Why? Might as well tank. Look what happens when teams fire their head coach. They win their next games. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> Falcons, Falcons, Texans, Texans, yeah, and Texans again today. Very competitive against the uh, against the Titans. Are we okay? The Bears won today. The Titans won today. Both those teams are five and one. Yeah. How do we feel about them? Do, have, have Titans the Titans are undefeated. Undefeated, right? five and zero. Oh. 
Oh, the Titans are five and zero. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse You're me. good. I don't, I don't mean to take that away from the Titans. So are the so are the Steelers. Yeah. Um, what do we, are the Titans? Is that is their undefeated season so far still a little bit of fake news? No, because nope, I think they're good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think the, Rabel is a great coach. Yeah, I think Tannehill is finally come to fruition in terms of being in. I don't. I wouldn't say elite, but I think he's a top fifteen quarterback, top ten, maybe even top ten quarterback. Well, look, the guy's not making he's any. Of the ball. He's not he's making any mistakes. Down. He's playing good football. And Derrick Henry, man, is the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I've am i given up on my stance of Zeke being best running back. It's just this guy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Derrick Henry is ridiculous. He ran 21 miles per hour at one point today. Like, what that 94 the, yard like, What was that? Like, that guy can't shouldn't be able to run that. He, ever, he, he ran, does that like five times a year, too. Yeah. He, he does. He just busts them out like that. Right. Big He's guys cool. like that aren't supposed to be able to hit you with the 60-plus yarder, but he does it all the time because it's like... And when you see... You see that stiff arm that he that he threw on Josh Norman the other day? Just manhandled him. Yeah. If a guy can do that and also race 94 yards and beat out an entire secondary, that is ridiculous. He's an element in the pass game He's now, also too. 6'3". Yeah. But now they're utilizing him in the pass game. Yeah, and 50-yard reception in that game as well in overtime. They're receiving. Like the, Humphreys is not bad. He's Humphreys fine. is not bad, and they have a true number one. AJ, and AJ Brown. Brown. So now all of a sudden with both those guys back who have been out. And Johnny was hurt today. Okay. Got a great line too. Yes, the unfortunate Luan's going to be out though. He tore his ACL, left tackle, which stinks. Bad news for them. But having AJ Brown and Humphreys in the mix, in the misc, Ferkser is solid, I guess. And it, but Tannehill can make that work. Yeah. And now they can open up for the run. It's that team is good, and the defense. Is gonna, I think the defense can get it together. The defensive backfield is an absolute mess. Christian Fulton is getting manhandled out there. Malcolm Butler is, like, talking shit for absolutely no reason. Um, They've had three 30-plus point games this season, which is not great. But I think, I'm hoping that the defense can can shore up with Clowney there. Um, I'm hoping they can really start working him. And I think Jeffrey Simmons is a very good football player. Um, But, yeah, I think they're for real. I think the Bears, I think the Bears are legit. Going to that point, toss. I think their defense is just very good, but I don't think their keep... offense is going to be like you can't. They can't beat you with their offense. I don't know, but but they want to win a game seventeen to ten. They want to win a game nineteen to six. Like that, those are the type of scores that they yeah. want to put up. They 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 know that they can't put yeah. up thirty plus. They don't want to. I mean, they're, they're, it's not their style. They're winning the close games. I mean, they're managing the game. I mean, their defense is playing good. They're coaching well. I mean, I'm a big Matt Nagy fan. Uh, their special teams is playing well. I mean, they're really doing all they can right now with a shit offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, their offense is my issue with them though is is when it comes to the playoffs, and your defense is good, but guess what? Tampa's defense is also good, right? And their offense is ten times better than yours because you know their offense with Godwin back. Once Fournette gets back, Gronk was great today. Ronald, Evan, I don't even need Fournette. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones looks like he, he looked like baby Derrick Henry out there. Well, now they have both of them, so that offense is just going to keep getting better and better at this point. And when you go up against the Bears, and their offense is going to smack yours, and their defense honestly is just as good because they stymied Rodgers and those boys today. They put in the work on them. They were yeah, ruthless. I mean, it's the same thing as last year, really. They they had the number one rush defense in the league last year. Their rushing defense is tremendous. And they just get to the. It's the. I mean, it's the same guys that are up front who are getting to the passer as well. Um, they're scary up front. I don't know who I was talking to before the season started, but someone said to me, "Sue is done and overrated and ineffective," and that is the biggest BS I've heard about the NFL season thus far. He's very effective. I. I mean, I think even more so than Sue. I know he's. He's always talking. Devin White is. Tremendous. Well, yeah, he's great, and he we knew he was going to be great, and it was expected that he would take that jump to kind of a superstar linebacker, which he has. Him and Levante David are a, a dynamic duo. Pierre Paul, someone said he was going to be chump change. He still got it. Antoine Winfield's kid, Antoine Winfield Jr., yeah. it could win defensive. There's, is there a defensive rookie of the year? I think there is, right? I'd imagine. Yeah, a D-Roy? Yeah, yeah a D-Roy, is. yeah, right. Yeah. There's just no Roy. So he'll win defensive rookie of the year at this rate. He's all over the field. Um, and Todd Bowles is going to get a head coaching job again. Just not in New York. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, cool. I could see him going to the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they kind of get that get that together. I Pittsburgh or Baltimore for you guys? 
Right now, uh, I think Baltimore look vulnerable. Um, I'll, I'll bring them up in the next takeaway, but Pittsburgh for me, for sure. I think that they've got a really great defense. Um, they suffered a loss today with Devin Bush. That's sad. You yeah. Know, ACL there. Um, but I mean, they've got the run game. They've got the receivers. I mean, their weapons are ridiculous. Claypool is amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. If you he's awesome get... in James Washington. Yeah. Finally uh, coming to fruition, you know, because Deontay Johnson can't stay on the field. And now, uh, you know, even though Juju isn't a number one, Claypool can be the number one and Juju's just another option. Can they trade yeah, him? Yeah, exactly. Can, can they conceivably trade him for like a second and a fourth? Is Juju? that crazy? Yeah. I don't know if you want to right now. I, I think. Why would you want him? You got a win. You got a Super Bowl winning team right now. Okay. For sure. Okay. I'm and just. You, and you know that Big Ben's happiness is always in question. Always. What about Juju? For... Got to keep him happy. What about Juju for Donald? For Sam. Eh. For Sam Donald. Yeah. I just said you, you got to keep Big Ben happy, man. <laughs> I know you got to keep Big Ben happy, but like, how long is Big Ben gonna be? Playing there, I'm. T- he could play for another three years. I'm telling I you, guess. that guy doesn't. Wait, he doesn't want the. Like he is not the same. He's as, <laughs> as Rogers. He will literally stop playing. He will. If there's a guy behind him who he feasibly thinks like they're they're paving the way for this guy to take the reins, he'll he'll be upset by that. He has been. Remember upset what by he that said before. when they drafted when they drafted Mason Rudolph. He was like, I don't know why they even drafted you. He told that to him. Yeah, he's like not a he. He just gives off mean he's not vibes. A nice guy. No, totally not a nice dude. He's an angry man. Yeah, he's pissed. Pissed in my bris. Yeah, Nick, well, go go to your good, Baltimore take. Good quarterback. He is my a good Baltimore, quarterback. My Baltimore take. It, it's not so much about Baltimore. It's more about Philly. Yeah. We were shitting on Philly, pretty much all beginning of the season. Yeah. We're in week six now, heading to week seven. Yeah. I think they're gonna win their division. Nope. I think so. Okay, I will. What do you want to bet? <laughs> what What's the they're they're what they're one four and one right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I <laughs> I do think that, I heard Nick's voice get a little high. I yeah. do I do think that the Cowboys are going to beat the Cardinals tomorrow or tonight. Yeah, and I think I well I think that changes things. Look in this NFC East division where every game matters. Any game outside of the division is crucial. Yeah, and if the Cowboys can win this game against against Arizona tonight, I think. This just uh, pushes me further away from from Nick's bet being right. Look, I think they're competitive. Josh, like, I keep telling him that Carson Wentz is actually good, and he doesn't he doesn't believe me. Why he he went twenty one so for Josh, Josh today, was like he was all in. It was all garbage time. I was like, how is it garbage time if it's a two point game? Which I yeah, still they were two point conversion away from tying from tying the game. Over. He was not good today. I don't know what you want me to tell you. He was twenty one of forty through for under two hundred and fifty yards. He had took six sacks. He had 33 fantasy points. Yeah, whoop de doo But this is, we're talking about real life right well, now. Yeah, I was talking about fantasy. <laughs> okay, in the sure. Context, great. Like, Fan- ah. Fantasy is fantastic. But in real life, this in Eagles life, team is not going to. He made the plays to get them back in the game. Sure. But other guys make plays too. And I am underwhelmed. It's not even just him. I'm underwhelmed by this entire Philly team. His offensive line They're, is terrible. Their whole team's broken. They've made, they've made multiple picks in the offensive line. Things aren't panning out. The receivers, uh, the Arcega Whiteside pick was completely 10 out of 10 useless. Ertz is now hurt. They don't have Goddard. Miles Sanders, I mean, they only ran him. He, he had 118 yards, and they only ran him nine times. I, I just, they're running, they, well, they're they running playing, on fumes. They were playing down the entire game, and yet they still only lost to the Ravens by two points. They, I just don't think their team is good enough to beat the Cowboys with or without Dak. I just think they have so many holes, man. And I this Baltimore team I is I'm not impressed either. I'm I'm really no, not I, I I'm not either and especially if Ingram is hurt going forward, Gus the bus and Dobbins can't do everything for them and I just think that that's supposed to be their MO, right? You get up early, you have your dynamic playmaking from Lamar and some of the guys on the outside like like Marquise Brown, like Hollywood and Mark Andrews and then you pound the rock and you and you run out the clock and they were not able to do that today and it allowed the Eagles to get back into this game. Mm-hmm. And that's an issue if they can't do that going forward. And let me ask you this, am I crazy in thinking this for Baltimore guys if they catch a team like Indianapolis, everyone's at full health in the playoffs. That indie team is the indie team that can upset them. For sure. Like I, I, it's a very yeah. com- it's a very complete team. If the Steelers or the Chiefs lost in like the, one of the early rounds, I'd be surprised. If Baltimore did, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's not as scary. They're they're vulnerable. They're definitely vulnerable. Yeah, 
Um, but I, win or lose tomorrow night, I think the Cowboys still booze in that division. Sorry to disagree with you, Nick, but I just I'm, I'm just not sold in this Philly oh, team. Oh, we we don't think that. Uh, <laughs> Judge and the Giants are going to roar back and, and take the division. <laughs> Riverboat Ron, I'm never going gambling with that guy. Hey, they got a win today, guys. Yeah, because they I were fi- given a win. <laughs> they were. You, you can't go for I mean, two I, with no, quarterback Kyle Allen. Well, I don't blame it. I, it's They're one and four. Were the Giants are 0 and five. Exactly. Yeah, I mean. Exactly. Well, they're playing for potential playoffs because the rest of the division is hot garbage. Are they really though? Well, if they what happened if they won today, the Redskins or the that's one for me. What happened if the Washington football team? That <laughs> we better contract. <laughs> what happened to the Washington football squad won today? They're tied. For they're, they would have the been most t- they division. Would, they would have been, been ahead. Yeah, so they're playing technically for the playoffs, and your quarterback is not even Carson Wentz. It's Kyle Allen, and we're rolling out and going for two. And it's not even like you're playing a good team where, okay, if you're playing like the Chiefs well, and you're you trying go. to get Their a lucky quarterback win. quarterback is Kyle Allen. But if you're trying to get a lucky win against Do the Chiefs. Do they think they're they, going to make the playoffs with Kyle Allen? I, the, dude, like no one has – like the, every team in that division is stinks. I, honestly, though, but but <laughs> who would you guys rather have? If you – starting now, you're the, you're the Washington football team. Who do you roll out? Your goal is to make the playoffs. Yeah. Do you roll out Haskins? Do you roll out Smith? Do you roll out Kyle Allen? Smith. Alex Smith. To get you to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been there. Multiple times. Even I would like, I don't know what they're doing with Haskins. That's a tough. That, honestly, it's a pretty tough question because I I can't confidently say that Smith. I mean, Smith just got. I mean, they're playing the Rams who have a, a great front four who are always going to get to. I mean, Aaron Donald. Front, that Rams team was tonight. They were not good tonight. That game stunk. Sunday night football and Thursday night. Hey, football that's the one bet that fast. I did win. The Rams or the Niners. The one bet that I did win was the Niners. Good. For, no, well, that makes me happy, Nick, to hear that. I just but didn't really make a difference. And they, they took Haskins' trade value, and everyone in that front office literally whipped out their dicks and pissed on his trade value. What's he worth now? No, I don't I don't even know. Would you give up a third or a fourth for him? Maybe. A Just fourth? for a flyer from the Colts. Yeah, sure. I guess. He can't even start for this team. No. No. He can't. He can't. I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go to college football, unless anybody has any more piece they'd like to make with the NFL right now. No. Cool. No other piece. Disappointed in Aaron Rodgers today. Yeah. I'm happy for DeAndre Swift. He kind of got it going. Surprised me. Yeah. Um, it's all said. Uh, speaking of disappointing, not to be too negative, I'm a little disappointed with the state of college football right now, and not even with the NCAA, just the field of college football. Now we haven't seen the Big Ten get involved uh, and that could really change everything. But nonetheless, I don't think it'll change my fundamental issue. And that is Clemson and Alabama are just head and shoulders of the teams that are currently playing right now. It's not even close. Like Alabama, like Georgia kind of had like, okay, this Georgia team, the defense is pretty solid. In the second half, on, the Bama defense took over. Georgia couldn't do anything, and they couldn't stop a nosebleed. A back-to-back years... Like, I don't even know when this happened. Back-to-back years, Alabama is going to have two wide receivers go in the first round. Back-to-back years. Two different sets of wide receivers. How wild is that? It's pretty crazy. It's pretty. I mean, Waddle, is, he's fantastic, though. And, and Mac Jones is very, very legit. Mac yeah, he's is, great. He's good enough. Sure, he's good, yeah. I don't even... You can't say good enough. Yeah, he's, he's good. Like, he's very good. Yeah, he's good. This offense is good. Najee it's Harris. Hard, it's hard to not be good with that offense. Yeah. Najee Harris, excellent. And then on the other side, in the ACC, and at least maybe in Alabama, look, I think it's plausible that Florida somehow gets gets in there and, and gets a game on them in the SEC championship. I mean, I think that's the best shot we've got. But I'd be, I, I would be surprised. Like how, how, I really... I really do not think anyone is beating Clemson this year. It's impossible. How? No, I don't even think it's Alabama. I dude, they're like they can beat the Jets. I feel like no, I will never <laughs> bow down to that point. But <laughs> but like it's it's not even. But my point is, it's not even fun. Yeah, they beat Georgia Tech seventy three to seven, and Georgia Tech is not like this wishy washy like D two school. I mean, you look at their team, man. They've got the best coach right now in college football. They got the best quarterback in college football. They got the best running back in college football. They got the best defense in college football. I mean, you go down the list, they got it all. 
I don't know how they're. I, yeah, I don't know how they can conference. lose. How can they lose? And they're in an easy conference. They're gonna just walk through that conference. I, I, they I'm already like, took care of Miami. That was the only threat. They're not even walking through though. Seventy-three-seven is like, they are. They are basically just Derrick Henry. Yeah, they're, they're run, just Derrick Henry running through running all through the teams. conference. The rest of the conference, the Georgia Tech team is carrying them up. Then you got Pittsburgh and Miami feeding them grapes. I mean, Notre Dame is the number, what, three, four team. They have to go play Clemson. Do you think that game's going to be close? They beat Louisville 12-7. to They're going to get spanked. Yeah. And my issue is we're going to see Clemson in the, in, the, in the Final Four. We're going to see Bama, and we'll probably see Ohio State. And then at that point, maybe they'll throw Georgia a bone, or they'll th- if Oklahoma State can get out of the Big Twelve unscathed, which I would, I nothing against them. I just think it's so tough in that conference. I don't foresee a, a Pac-12 team getting in there. I don't even know if they can with the way their schedule breaks down. We're gonna see Clemson and Bama again, and Ohio State. And at what point are we bored to absolute death? I'm already kind of bored with this season to be Stinks. completely honest. I'm, I'm over it. I, I, I think right. that most people who are college football fans don't really look at this season as a regular season. I think it's just kind of one of those things where they try to throw it together. You know, they missed the boat on getting started the right way. Um, you know, with the Big Ten joining late, with the Pack joining late, um, it's just kind of a shit show. And I mean, you look at Bama with Nick Saban getting sick and their players getting sick, and you look at Florida, all their players getting sick. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, with college campuses, it is extremely hard to contain this virus, right? There's no bubbles. You can't put everyone, you know, in a segregated place where, you know, the athletes are not going to be mingling with other with other students and, and, you know, contaminating each other. This season is pretty much a wash. Yeah. And it's also a wash because there's two teams that are far and away the best, and we see it every well, season. That's my bigger issue with it. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's a wash to everyone but those two teams. But it's always the same for those two teams. I mean, there's not any parody in, in NCAA football. Give me eight teams in the playoffs. There never of four. Is. Like, what are but they? Like, I'm trying to say, like, I'm not, not as psyched to watch Saturday football as I am anymore. I'm not this season. No, I'm not either. It's no not, way. I'm gonna go do something. Georgia Bama game. I was watching that Georgia Bama game, and yeah. I was like, okay, like, eh, yeah. Yeah, we enough. we really needed the we really needed Georgia to have some sort of a second half in that game. Just for, just for the sake of college football fans across the nation. You know it's a lame season when potentially the Heisman winner could come out of BYU. <laughs> the quarterback is sick. He is sick. Zach Wilson is awesome. But, like, it's but it's just it, – they should have been better. They should have been more prepared. They should have eight teams in the playoffs. Like, I don't know what they're doing. They'll have the – like, UNC was ranked five. They lost to, like, a Florida State team that hasn't been good in, like, 15 years, minus, like, eight. They've been good in, like, seven years. LSU, lackluster, you know, after an amazing season, which sucks for everybody else. And Miami, everyone thought was back. Texas, everyone thought was back. Both teams, not back. Bo right. Nix and Auburn, stank. Oklahoma, already dropped two games. Tennessee, okay, they could be competitive. No. Cincinnati's Cincinnati's ranked eight. Yeah, go Bearcats. What conference do they even play in? <laughs> well, that's college know. football. Is there anything you know? It was you know what's freaking unrelated to sports. Is there anything you can't find on Amazon? No, you can find everything hmm. on Amazon. Do you guys have a problem with that? They're or? in the AAC, by the way. The Cincinnati. No, Bearcats. I know, I know where they are. Do you guys have a problem with that though? Is Amazon and Google? We were out with our friend, and she was telling me all about the amenities that I, Google has for their employees. Amazon and Google are the Clemson and Alabama of things that we <laughs> use. You could pretty much, as a Google employee, what else, where else are you gonna go? You gonna yeah. go to Ask Jeeves? <laughs> you gonna go to? You gonna go to Yahoo? You gonna go to Bing? Facebook? I didn't think so. Facebook? No way. I wouldn't work for Zuckerberg. Yeah, Apple's Ohio State. Yeah, Apple's Amazon, Ohio State. Yeah, Amazon is Alabama. Yeah, Google's Clemson. I, I don't know what Amazon and Apple give us amenities, but from the sound of Google, you could pretty much get anything you want outside of Happy Ending for free as an employee. Nick, uh, you ordered the new iPhone, right? You pre-ordered it? I did, yeah. You excited I'm about long it? Overdue. Long overdue. What were you working with? A 7? iPhone 7 with a terrible charging port that I had to jam the the charger in every single time and make sure it stays connected i've been there bad battery life it's starting to lag right now this is gonna be the longest two weeks of my life waiting for this phone 
It's crazy. And you had to order it five five a.m. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, Nick. Enjoy it though, because look, I'm not even kidding you. I didn't check my phone once on Saturday when we were at the beach, Nick. Or like I didn't really check it. I didn't check it last night, and I didn't really check it today, except when I was deliberating. It's amazing. It's amazing, and you guys know I'm on my phone all the time, and I really don't like it anymore. I just like want. I don't have a desire to be looking at my screen, and I don't think anybody does. You know, when you're at the beach, like enjoy the beach. You know, exactly. Enjoy, enjoy the friends. beach. Like, I'm not gonna like. And listen, if you want, how are you gonna ball. take? How are you gonna take photos? Of if you want to take a photo, that's one thing. You know, if you if something crazy happens at the beach, you want to take a video. That's another thing. To be honest, one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. When people go to concerts, is when they're when they're taking photos and videos the entire concert. Hey, it's like boy. you're gonna like lay in bed and watch the entire concert that you just saw. Like, come on, like enjoy the show. Some I'll, people definitely do that. I'll take a video or two. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a video okay. or two. A video or two. No, no, no. But, but I, yeah, yeah. People watch the it back. Time. Yeah, they walk. They watch the entire thing back. That's what YouTube's for. If you want to, you went to the concert. They've got better videos and yeah. angles than you have anyway 100% dude they've that, for you. that are absolutely crushing it versus me who's fucked up as shit trying to do it with my two shaky hands I'll take a video or two just for my seat so I can look back and have that memory so people can know where you are I don't even I don't even post them on some of the videos I've done I, I rarely whip out the phone when I'm at a concert yeah I'm just saying generally. What do you mean? Maybe you're not going to tell people the, that you're at fish at New Year's Eve? Always, dude. Maybe, that's, maybe, that's maybe, I'll get, I'll get the ball drop. I'll get the ball that. drop. But like, it was like last two years ago, I got the ball drop on video. And this past year, I just had a warm embrace with my boys. And you know what? Can't beat that anywhere. <laughs> and that's nice. It's a nice feeling. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of... But the phone thing, I will say, does... While we're shitting on it, so does have... So pause the show... Put up your phone and keep driving. Roll down the window and stick your head out like a dog. <laughs> so, so you just make that up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of even this is the this is the one time where we'll tell you pause the show. Pause yeah, the show. Pause it, get outside it. and go play NFL. What if the NFL used to like promote <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that on Cartoon Network? They'd be like, get up off the couch, stop watching cartoons, and go play with your friends in the backyard. I'm not like a. I don't even know why I have this dilemma because I don't even have a girlfriend let alone fiance let alone wife let alone mortgage let alone the actual kids but i sometimes think of when i will one day become a parent how much am i gonna have my kid on the fucking ipad or the phone oh they'll have their own thing there'll be something else sure but like am i gonna is it a hindrance to them where they're technical technology technologically behind the other kids in class and they're poking fun at little fisher maybe or am i better off for this kid Going outside, letting them climb trees, get a scrape or two. I feel like you can have a good mixture of both. I mean, there's definitely, I mean, our society now, like every kid knows how to use an iPad for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you do have to, in a, in a sense, if you're not going to, the school will. I mean, there's schools that are giving kids iPads to take home to work on their homework, right? And like my little brothers are still in high school. They go, they're uh, sophomore and junior and like, the school issued them computers and mm. like you, that, you, you need to be able to be tech savvy right now. with hundred Ohio, Ohio state in your ear at fifth grade saying, come to our school, come to our school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, you, you have to be tech savvy. I'm with you, but I, I just don't, but there's a good mix. You could, yeah. you could obviously say, yeah, Saturdays, no iPad. We're going outside. We're going to the beach. We're fucking hiking. We're doing this. We're doing that. <laughs> the kids downstairs. Hey kid, son, Daughter, we're fucking hiking. We're fucking <laughs> put on your shoes. Oh, you, you know, you know, some dad. I'm gonna talk to my kids that way. <laughs> Nick, Nick. <laughs> hey, we're fucking hiking. Dad. Hey, Dad. Way. Yeah, what's up, son? Uncle Nick scares the the sh whatever he's been saying out of, out of me. <laughs> no, yeah, I I I agree though. I mean, look these these kids are learning. The ones that aren't going in school are zooming into class right now. Not yeah. like zooming on like their little razor scooters like we did. Well, the kids zoom, outside, the kids that live under us, US. the kids that live under the studio. Um, we live in a, the studio's on a duplex, and there's a family that lives below us. Yehuda downstairs. Yeah, Yehuda does. They're outside all the, the children time. that that Josh and Toss keep under the studio. <laughs> they're Jesus, Nick. <laughs> the children <laughs> of the studio. The children in the forest. Um, those kids are outside all the time. And I will. I do on their appre- bikes. We've got a good neighborhood for that. Yeah, I it's appreciate a safe, that. It's a, it's a safe neighborhood where they can ride their bikes around. And yeah, there's um, 
there's like houses down the street where the parents have like little little activities out in the front yard where they like congregate the kids in yeah. a safe way, which is which is nice for those those kids to be out and about. But Did I can only really like, imagine like yeah. you know if you were if you were in your house, you didn't have any brothers or sisters right now. What else do you have besides your your technology and your parents, right? If the parents aren't taking the kids out to go do fun stuff, cool stuff, get out in the world, see things, then um, there's not much else besides Netflix and chill. Yeah, it, it stinks. <laughs> also, right, Netflix and lemon chill. Play too. Yeah, lemon. So I think sports comes into play for kids too, though. For you sure, know, getting them out there, whether it be soccer, baseball, football, basketball, just have them out there doing something. You know, yeah. play with other kids, get a sense of com- you know being competitive out there. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, and just remember that your Apple iPhone, a.k.a. Ohio State, is watching everything you do. So if your kid has a hell of an arm, they'll be the first to know. They'll be, they'll <laughs> be, right, they'll be right there to scoop them up. Um, cool. Uh, great show, guys. Really fun. The fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. We're going to full camera with that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.